No, I am not the plug. You ready? Mm-hmm. So welcome to our first episode. Uh, 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 not a girl episode. You know, Peach. <laughs> People don't know that they're not supposed to say the first annual. That they're supposed to say not. <laughs> <laughs> People like welcome to the first annual weekly episode of <laughs> like it's no, I it made me think of like a um what, like a, a a roller rink a barbecue or like the first annual Pete's Spades and Hot Wing tournament <laughs> the first annual all white and jeans what that that's that's not a okay <laughs> that's that, is that a you just thing? named two things right but they. So, Guyanese people, they do a lot of white and denim. Welcome to the first White animal. and denim or white denim? White and denim. This is the white and denim boat ride. This is the denim boat ride. This is the white all white boat ride. And then we have white and denim. It's very specific. So, yeah. I think I'll pass. So, welcome to the... I think I won't join you. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the inaugural episode of Incense Papers. I am the Nazi Empress. Paper. Oh, I'm Incense, yeah. Yeah, and I'm Peach, and I'm Papers. You're Papers. Yeah. And how are you feeling today, Peach? I'm high. <laughs> Listen, and I am not. I'm high on life. <laughs> and cookies, and brown bread from from, uh, from a cheesecake right there. We'll get to that. So, yeah, people, this is, this is it. This is, <laughs> this is it. I don't know what you came here for, but this is what you're going to get. Okay. So, let's get to our first segment. So, our first segment, we're going to walk you guys through all of the things that we do on this show, which you can expect every week, and what the vibes are going to be like. And so, our first segment is called Get It Out. Get It Out. And I don't know why she insists on singing. I don't know why I'm singing. I don't know why you're singing. I think I'm really happy today. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. The The first segment is called Get It Out. And this is where we release whatever we need to release before we get to whatever the business is. Um, So you go, Peach. What you got to release? What you got to get out? Bro, okay. (laughs) So you know my family has been taking COVID pretty seriously since the start, you know. Pretty seriously. From the beginning. Yeah, and none of us have gotten COVID over the past two years. Um, It's probably been two years. Yeah, over the past two years, none of we've all been pretty cool, um, and so I have a coworker who, and I'm not gonna bad mouth him, but I'm just gonna lay out the facts. You can do what you will. He ain't coming to work on a Thursday, and it was like, okay, he said he's sick, he's not coming in. <laughs> in the middle of the night, going into Friday, he sends an email saying he had COVID. Now I was out on Friday because I was sick, so I didn't see the email until Monday. I see the email I'm sending in my office and I see somebody walk by and I'm like, did I just see this man after I just read his email? <laughs> and he just found out he had COVID. And so it had, hadn't even been three days. But why was he there? It hadn't been three days since he tested positive. Why, I don't know. Why didn't somebody send him home? So, so, so I see him. I sent the email. I was like, did you get a negative test? Did you get a negative you know, test before you came back to work? And he was like, no. Mm. So I'm going home. I'm going home. Uh Mm Uh-huh. 
the the five days from the CDC is bullshit, but okay. That's, he said that with such confidence. Yeah. I'm I'm taking my ass home. And my mommy came and got me. And did that's anyone, that on that. Did you reply all to this email? Or yes, like, I did. I did. And he did. But did he the, told me, he told me from down the hallway that he didn't get a test. He didn't send an email. Hmm. So I called my previous supervisor and told her, I was like, am I tripping? Because sometimes when people do things, they seem a little crazy. So it hadn't even been the five days. It hadn't even been the five days. So if you want to go by that, you still in you here s- risking our lives. So I was like, am I tripping? Because the day before, I had to ask myself, was I tripping? Because I went to Publix and I got some eggs and a man opened the egg carton after he rang them up and started fingering all of my eggs. <laughs> I do not want those eggs. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not want those. And I got in the car with my sister and I was like, am I tripping? <laughs> or, or was that like immensely uncalled for? So... I go home. He was figuring all my eggs. The visual I got just was not closer. And then the, he was like, well, a guy came through and, you know, he had a broken egg. He should have checked his fucking eggs. You should have like been my touching up my eggs. Just fingering all my eggs. I mean, which people, you do run that. I just want to talk about this egg thing real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, the image. You do run the, you do you do run run the, the risk, risk of people but touching here's the that thing. egg. But don't do it where I can see it, bro. But here's the thing. You could open it. You could jiggle them all, you know. But also, I pick the eggs. If there's a broken egg after I leave here, it's my fault because I didn't check the eggs. And another grown man's <laughs> inability to check his eggs at the grocery store is not my problem. Okay, so back to work. So I take my ass home and then I work from home. And then the next day, that night, my sister's like, as I go yes. home to my house, she was like, you're not going to work tomorrow. So the next day, I okay. definitely worked from home. And then we worked at a schedule where I'm there half the week, he's there the other half of the week. We do not have to interact. And when we Why is the, he still going? I don't know. He got the, the that day, the director told him to go get a test, but she never sent him home. Can I just say something? So Even if, even if you don't have the vid, if you're asymptomatic, right? Like, you still deserve rest. You don't want to just be at the house for 10 days? And you, and it's just And like, call out from work because you would get the pass. Like, you don't want to just be at the crib chilling. Like, I've had the vid. I can tell y'all that. I, I caught the vid. It's not gonorrhea. You know, I caught the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I, caught the, I caught the spicy thing. <laughs> and I was pretty much asymptomatic, except for the dizziness and the confusion, which is people don't talk about that part of COVID a lot or enough, in my opinion. Because that was the one thing I never expected mm. to be like dizzy or confused. And then I saw something, somebody post something about COVID and it was a thing. And yeah. I work from home. Like I'm full tech, right? So we work fully remote. And I'm still not coming in. I'm still <laughs> not going to work. I still put in these. And you know what I did too? On top of that, I put in, I sent it to HR of this tech remote environment in which I work, which I could, I could be hammering on those keys because I'm at home, right? But I still emailed HR and was like, oh, I went through our COVID policy. And I, I too, here's the paperwork that says I have it. I too shall not be working. So that when you know when I'm using this unlimited PTO, right? And I'm putting in these two weeks of time. This ain't vacation. I am under the weather. So don't let me hear y'all come back and be like, oh, sis, just mm-mm, mm-mm, those last two weeks, I had COVID. Here's the documentation. Here's the email. 
Because you know what I did deserve? Rest. For two weeks. Yeah. For two weeks. So yeah, that's what I had. That that's what I had that's to get out. That's fucking wild. And he should take his black ass. Is he black? No. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That was that was intense. But no, he's not. I am sorry. Okay, so what do you have to get out? I'm sorry, I took up a lot of your time. Um you know, I thought I had so much, but today's been really joyous day, so I'm gonna be petty. <laughs> I would like to get out this brown bread situation. <laughs> Cheesecake factory. What the fuck? We don't want the white sourdough that is toasted <laughs> too hard, where the butter cracks and gets into the nooks and crannies, and not in a good way. Cause you know, English muffins is all about nooks and crannies. And you know what happens with English muffins? The bread, the, the butter melts into those nooks and those crannies. And it's very soft. It's delicious. It's salty. You bite into it. You dust your fingers off the little dust that go on top of the English muffin. You keep pushing. You know what that doesn't happen with? The sourdough you continue to give us. Cheesecake to the factory. No one wants it, bro. Do you know what? When you when your servers come back to the table, and if <laughs> niggas are feeling bold enough, <laughs> they're going to ask for more bread. Like, I do. I'm bold. And I be telling her, I be like, yo, server at Cheesecake Factory, I don't want the white stuff. Bring me the brown stuff every time. And they'll be like, oh, but you... No, no, no. I don't want it. I wonder if they fight in the back. I don't... To you give know? their tables more brown bread. Right. So when I be like, can I get a refill? And you see the white... I don't want that. Don't bring me that. Bring me the shit that tastes like God herself baked it in an oven. And she ever so gently sprinkled mm-hmm. those oats on the outside. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And she ever so gently molded that bread. Right? Mm-hmm. Make sure there was no crusty, dusty stuff Getting on real it. intense in here. Right? And she made sure that <laughs> you couldn't do it. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> that it smelled like progress and hopes <laughs> and dreams and remnants that someday that when we as humans on this earth Oh my god, it is fucking bread. That it is bread. <laughs> when- <laughs> No, you just ate the bread from Publix. <laughs> you don't have a recent experience in the Cheesecake Factory. It's All just right. bread. Is it? No. <laughs> That's my get it out. We don't want. We don't want the white bread. Don't give me that. Sourdough is nasty. Unless on cheat, like unless it's. I don't like sourdough on my, with my French toast. People do that. I don't like that. Don't even give me sourdough like, oh, it's like a grilled cheese or something that makes sense. Like, I think people eat it on like, when they eat Reuben sandwiches and come on sourdough or like a cheese, like a... Isn't that rye? Is that oh, rye? they use sourdough, I guess, but it's rye. They use rye. I don't want no sourdough bread. That's my get it out. That's <laughs> going to help me focus and realign with what we're doing here today. So, yeah. Okay. I'm good at I'm gonna fucking take your word on it. Okay, I got it recording again. Okay, so now we're here for the busy street. That's what we call. Well, okay, this name isn't permanent because I don't really know if I like it anymore. <laughs> but that's what we're gonna call the main topic, right? So, Peach, you had a topic. Let's okay. chat. So, um, firstly, the high might begin to me. Firstly, okay, I am in love with how sassy Elmo is. That's the first thing, which is going to lead us into here. Okay, so TikTok and how... So we're going to talk essentially about influencer culture. 
whatever. You have a friend who's a businesswoman. creator. Yeah. So here's the thing. When it comes to TikTok, I see it as you have to post daily to stay relevant for the people who follow you, right? And to build your Oh, product. I didn't know that. It's, yeah, like people who post daily, their follower account grows because they're being seen on the For You page as it goes through every day. And then you have some people who are posting three times a day. So essentially like mini vlogs every day. Oh. And posting or they're filming when they do, um, when they make their craft or whatever it is. But to be continuously growing, right? Uh, it seems like you gotta post daily. And are all these people influencers technically, or is this just like just in general? Well, okay. So the 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 whole idea around influencing seems to be changing, because if you get ten on take, let's take TikTok for example, you get ten thousand followers, then you can be added to the TikTok Creator Fund. Okay. Which you hear mixed things like, once I got in the fund. My views dropped to half, and from then on, um, I didn't have as much visibility or whatever, right? Yeah, 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 I'm listening. So, but after you get 10, then then you get more and more and more and more and more, right? And then you get to work with brands, or brands start to work with you and reach out with you. And you have a lot of people on TikTok who also are like, not a lot, but you have people on TikTok who are like, I've worked on the brand side of influencer management. Here's the things to look for. And each content creator, and I want to say little because there's so many people, each person who is creating content on a regular basis that can get brands or whatever, right? They're doing their own contracts and let's say work for an agency or work under right. an agency. But each creator is a contract here and a contract here and a contract here. But you have to give up so much of your time. It's kind of like when people do the whole life vlog YouTube. Yeah. You give up so much of your time and so much of what you do that, like, you share yourself. And so I was wanting to talk about, like, the effect that, like, um, influencer, like, parents and influencer, just people in relationships and stuff. Like, the risk of how much of your relationship and how much of your children you're willing to share. And, like, what that's going to look like. Because when you think about the mommy bloggers from the early aughts, like, life happens so quickly. I don't yeah. understand how... You've got so many bloggable moments moments that are just natural. Yo, let me let me stop right there because I just made my TikTok premiere lightly, very mm-hmm. lightly. I've been trying to figure out how I want to show up in that space. Um, and I have the general idea of what I want to do, but I used to think that when I was promoting it myself or like my company, that I would need to do it a certain kind of way. And that is exhausting. It yeah. Is, it is exhausting. And when you ask, like, how much of your life you have to sacrifice. I remember, I don't know if you know this movie, but it's a movie called Julie, Julie and Julia. It's this movie from, title. like, the early 2000s where this girl, which happened in real life. It was, a, it was based on a real story where this woman named Julie cooked through, took a year, cooked through and blogged her way through a Julia Stiles cookbook. And she was just blogging on the internet. Right? She's making one recipe a day for a year. Mm-hmm. Or trying to get through all the books. So she, I think she's like 500 recipes in a year. Um, and Homegirl, in the movie, Homegirl and her man was arguing. He moved out. At, not he didn't move out, but he like left and went to go stay at his office. Like, she would burn. 
uh, um, uh, a roast and then be like, oh, my followers or my, you know, my readers need, they, they're counting on me. And she had like a full meltdown. And I like to believe that shit is true. And not for nothing, even with me figuring out what I wanted to do before I got to this place of like easeful, I'm not going to give into that system. I found myself overwhelmed if I didn't, if I made like a reel or something that didn't do something. Mm-hmm. Like I would always look for what it didn't do versus like what it did for me as the person who's creating it and having fun with it. And so like, I think people's lives are falling apart personally. Like there has to be some degree of fall apart. Mm. It's to the point that like you have accounts that are like, what will this influencer name their baby? Like, it's like, she's going to have her baby soon. What do we think she's going to name her baby? Like, it's like mini Olympics. I don't like that. here. That makes me itch. Like, I'm itching now and I wasn't itching before. <laughs> nah, for real. Because, like, even with me, like, and I'm, and I'm a really public person. But I think I'm more public when I'm in, in person with people. Like, I'm so conscious of, like, how much of my life I share. Of my real life, not just of my gifts and my talents, but like my real life. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. because I don't ever think for a second that anybody gets to like speak on anything that I do. But they do. But they. But they. But they will. They will. They will. Right? Not that they should or they or whatever. Because I don't comment on things. I don't comment on things on regular things. Like yeah. I don't even go on Instagram and comment on people's posts. That's odd to me yeah so i don't i only i've only like done like 10 comments on tiktok but that's about it because it's weird it's weird to have notifications on content that i didn't create you know it's funny it's 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 weird to have for to see comments that are like 250.4 thousand likes and it's like you didn't even create the content you just put a sentence on there and this isn't twitter just put a sentence yeah like it's weird but i just think about like we talk about the effects of a lot of things like even down to like being in covid and the effects of like how children are learning yeah and how they have learned yeah. how that's gonna be how that's gonna affect them in the future so like because like some of these kids are, haven't been socialized like they didn't get to nope. be in school they didn't get to be in daycare you know nope. little things yeah. like that so I wonder, like, what all this is going to look like. Or, like, how celebrities' kids sometimes are, like, hyper-celebrated. Everybody's going to be, well, like, we don't know them. dumb as hell and emotional. <laughs> Emotionally imbalanced. I mean, because what else? Especially because people aren't responsible with the things that they tune their attention to. And, you know, I'd be all about law of attraction. I'd be a lot about a lot of spiritual shit. But let's just go with this one for right now. <laughs> right? Like, that what you turn your attention to is that which grows. And if you consume influencer culture without intention, right? Literally, you're consuming not not what the people are putting out. Because I follow some people that do some things. But you're following the people over the message or the enjoyment yeah, or the music or the sound or whatever. You're not intentional about that which you fish your attention to. It can easily turn into you devaluing yourself. Right, misunderstanding your own emotions, misunderstanding your own thoughts, adapting thoughts that aren't original, that mm-hmm. aren't yours. People do it all the time. Caveat, right, to niggas who steal <laughs> memes and then post it as if they were the original person that made it. Like, have you seen people that like? Well, you don't really be on Facebook. 
So people will... No, caveat from there. Facebook is a terrible, terrible place. So I used to think that Twitter <laughs> was a terrible, terrible place. And Twitter is still a terrible, terrible place. Satan's asshole is all through there. See, but Facebook, Twitter, they can use big words. Facebook, they are dumb. And Facebook is where people take those like really deep quotes like... uh I don't know. And then they like post like as if it's an original thought of theirs. Like Twitter, you can reshare like a meme mm-hmm. or whatever and just be like, oh, this is cute. I mean, you can do it on Facebook too, but some people are like taking those thoughts and be like, I'm the one that said a nigga and like boohoo likes. And I'd be like, first of all, bro, I, like I have a cut. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, hear me and hear me good. Here's the thing. When we talk about, you know, fine older men. Or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We're all the bald ones, right? Because if I want a partner, right, and I want that part, like let's say you want a partner for the point of having kids, right? But you know the whole thing about bald dads—they give you whatever you want. Yeah. Where are you supposed to find them if y'all, if nobody is bald anymore? What happened to all the bald people? These niggas is bald. They just wear caps and hide them in the beards. They go so to because- work. They go to work. They go to work. <laughs> They go to work. So behind the beard and the cap, you think that there's hair under there. No. Yes. Well, I don't go out. That's how it works. Yeah, you don't know. And I don't date either. You don't know. I'm not trying to tell you. I just had that thought of like, what about, like you talk about girls with bald daddies. They're spoiled. They get whatever they want. I was one of them. But where? My daddy isn't bald, but he wears a nice crispy little cut. (laughs) And my dad like kind of like lotions and moisturizes his head. Oh, yeah, you're so a mesh, but he got mm-hmm. her. He got hard. It's just then you're nice. not a part of the Bob Daddy squad. I'm spoiled, child. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a thermos in school. A thermos? Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, why did you have a thermos? I had a thermos because my daddy would send me to school with a hot lunch. And so I would go to lunch and I would. <laughs> <laughs> While the peasants were eating. Whatever the fuck cafeteria <laughs> had, I would pull up my beautiful pink thermos and in there, twist that thing off. And inside the thermos would be anything from, you know, a nice cartoon character, mac and cheese. What is happening? Handmade by my father. <laughs> what is happening? With a chicken on the inside. Or my daddy's making sandwiches for school. Like everybody would get their sandwiches, like, as sandwiches. Mm-mm, not my father, not my father. He would put the bread in a separate bag, the meat in the next bag. So you had to arrange your own sandwich. Because my father knows I don't, I don't mess with it. When people say sandwiches come out wet, because if it's sitting there all day and moist, <laughs> my father would go and get the little packets of mayonnaise from like Kutcher. Oh my God. And the mustard. So we, and nice and tightly wrapped together. And that would be my launch. Oh, so my daddy isn't bald, but when he would come through with the Wendy's, don't let, don't let my daddy come through with the Wendy's. In the South, they let y'all come in the building? My father, as the tough Guyanese black man that he is, <laughs> let somebody tell him no. What are they going to say? Yeah, that was a thing. I don't know how to get through. I don't know how to get around it now, but if my parent need, if my daddy need to get to me, he going to get to yeah, me. But now they don't even let you in the building or nothing. Well, it wasn't public school. Oh, you were in a private school. I was in private school for like... I was in technically public school my whole life. 90% of my life I was in pri- private school. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, my, I'm, I'm 90? Yeah. 
I didn't go to private public school until I was in high school. That's less than 90. Sis, we're doing math right now? <laughs> what are you calculating? College? What are we talking about? Well, you did go to a public... You went to a private school for... Wait, did you go to kindergarten and yes. preschool? With a uniform, sis. Eight plus two. Fourteen. 70%. <sighs> and I didn't even calculate because you went to a public institution. How did we get here? Fault daddies. <laughs> okay, for my section. Oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So here is the, um, whatever. It's like, cannabis is not legal everywhere. And user, nope, this needs to be professional. Oh, turn that off. <laughs> Cannabis is not legal everywhere, and users need to be 21 and up. I'm not a licensed or trained cannabis instructor, just a gal with a lighter. And with that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so this is how I want to start my piece. Um, I have a clip from earlier today. I was like, oh, I'm just going to record a little something. Maybe we could use it in the podcast, you know, trying to be like, <laughs> like a thing, right? And this is what happened. Hey, this is a little clip for the podcast. So I didn't wait on her and I just came out here and started. <laughs> and that scream is by yours truly. And so my dog came outside to find me. He must have spotted me but not known it was me. He's not bright. And he comes barreling down the hill at me. And that is when I realized. <laughs> My fight or flight is death. It's just because like, <laughs> I hadn't even smoked yet. And I was like, if that had been a wild animal, like, let it's illogical, but like a tiger, mm -hmm. I'm dead. I'm not even, I, I'm not even hiding behind the crate. Like, this is not Jurassic Park. This is Tiger King unleashed on meth. So. That was that, and I immediately started cackling. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Wow! Wow! Yeah, and that was all sober, by the way. <laughs> um, but um, today I am today. Mm, words, ooh, it's gone to me. Um, so today, I mean, the section is called paper, so you can definitely get your papers on. And in the light of paper, people at home open this bag of hot Cheetos. <laughs> um, I am not high, by the way. I just want some hot Cheetos. Continue. Yeah, because we got all the snackies in here. So today I am, um, or have smoked a Dutch treat. Um, 
and it is well it was a pre-roll and so um on the internet it says it is crossed with northern lights and haze and it's supposed to make you feel uplifted and relax the mind smells like sweet fruits pine and eucalyptus trees i don't know it's not it didn't smell to <laughs> anything to me and it didn't taste to nothing to me so that's always pretty good um yeah so yeah um i think it's pretty chill i think it's pretty cool and that's what i'm on <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's what i'm doing and, and also and we're out of here <laughs> <laughs> I want some chimes for like this section. <laughs> or like the sound of like, I don't know, wind. Okay, okay y'all. This is the incense segment. Um, <clears throat> hot chili kind of hot. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not too impressed or whatever. Um, your thing, your, your person, all things spurt. Spurt, spurt. Um, and so, what I had for you guys is niggas need to journal <clears throat> that's your tip of the day from the incense segment like journal you have real thoughts and feelings that are like taking up mad space inside your head and your body and you have to release it and so if you are if you're a person of color especially black people if you don't have a journal get one it's not just for play play like remember being in school and like your teachers you know you have like that little notebook in english class or whatever like in elementary school or whatever or homeroom where you're like right right your feelings that's a, that was a good practice so bring it back channel your inner your inner self and just you know a few notes a day about how you're feeling what you're thinking would provide a lot of you niggas with so much clarity so much higher vibes so much higher intentions just because you know what's happening inside your head and then some of y'all won't be walking around hunchback and upset and angry and wanting to fight everybody and so my incense reminder of the day of the week is to get a journal. Walmart has them, Target has them, men, you can get one too. Ross, in the back of every Ross, for some reason, is an insane amount of art supplies. And within that same, same amount of art supplies, you can also find a shit ton of journals that look masculine, look feminine, look, you know, non-binary. It's important that you people get really clear on how you feel on a regular basis with intention by releasing your thoughts on a piece of paper. And you don't have to go back and look at it. It don't have to be a nice, neat handwriting. It can be just whatever needs to come out, let it come out. So that's all I got. That's all, folks. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of episode one. Um, yeah. Who are you? Peach. Tell us more about yourself, Peach. Oh no, we're just ending that episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, Make no, sure I'm a, Oh. <laughs> I guess I'm now a podcaster and artist out of um, Georgia. Yeah, and I am a life coach, spiritual coach, tarot reader. I sound like I'm kidding, but I'm dead serious. Um, and I'm based in Atlanta, from New York originally. Jamaican and Guyanese. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, 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 boop
So there you go. Hope to see you guys next week. Bye. Deuces.